Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Friends, we are back. This is episode five. We just finished watching it. Blood calls blood. Uh, there was a lot of blood. And- there was a lot of blood. <laughs> so, Woo, Ez, already, um, we've been doing this sort of uh, live hangout as we watch the episode, which is a ton of fun. And so we've already got a lot of people in here hanging out. We've got around 50 people right now. Hanging out over here on YouTube. So, guys, uh, check that out because we'll be going live for all the episodes, um, which is, you know, midnight GMT time, Grand Mountain time, as Ez likes to call it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's four four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Um, and then whatever else your time zone happens to be. But, wow, this is a lot of fun hanging out and watching this with everybody. Um, initial takeaways, man. This was a heavy episode. It was emotional. It was an emotional episode um, across the board. All the parties. Yeah. It was pretty emotional. Yeah. So so yeah. That's that's the, that is the key word because I got I got emotional with with Land there at the end. Let me work backwards. Um, Nynaeve showing up with with Rand and Matt. Loyal because I love him. Loyal. Everyone to call him. I call him loyal. Um, got emotional with Egwene and Perrin. Got real emotional when the what I dude when those white cloaks had their hands on her. I said, "Get your freaking hands!" And he's off. cutting. I he's, was and like, then he's, and then he's cutting. He's cutting loyal's or loyal parents back. Don't touch him. But you know what? You know who had parents back? The wolf pack. That's wolf right. Pack is back. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I know folks were happy. Yeah, I see a comment here. Um, first sighting of parents' yellow eyes. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really, I thought, when it first happened and he, the, the glow just hit, I was like, wow, the energy was was real, you know? I mean, just so many things happened in this episode. It just little things, too, little nods towards the Forsaken, you know? And, like, the tea and just uh, stuff with, um, like, like nine, just the dialogue. Leandrin, actually, yeah. big deal. Inner, like, little... Uh, like some some tower politics, you know? Yeah, I mean, wow, we got a little bit of. Sorry, as my camera's out of focus, it'll fix itself here in a second. Um, the uh, the the name first name drop of the Forsaken, right? Yeah. And then we saw those little Forsaken sort of 
things they were praying against, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. You look at some of them and you get to see, you know, you get to see some of that. I, we were looking and he, he specifically said Ish, uh, Ishmael. Yeah. Um, and then we were looking at a few other ones. There was definitely two female ones I noticed. Um, one of which maybe Grendel. And then the other, I'm guessing, obviously, is Lanfear. So that was kind of cool to get that little sort of Easter egg in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Forsaken, <laughs> Forsaken action, uh, <laughs> Forsaken action figures. Yeah, um, crazy episode today. You know, again, we're past the halfway point, and so the interesting thing is, remember, we looked at this last time, and we said that everybody has done all the directors get two episodes each. And so it's going to be kind of interesting. So one and two were done by the same person, three and four, which I think are the best block of episodes. Um, and so now this one and then the next one. So th- these next two are going to be very white, white, uh, this one and the next episode, very white tower heavy. I, you know, I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we're meeting Swan uh, in the next, in the next episode. There's, we've seen her in the, uh, in the, in the, in the trailers. Um, and then, uh Yeah. Man, so much, so much, so many people pointing out things here in the chat. Logan, right? Oh. Staring up at Matt, kind yes. of more so yes. than Rand. We had another tease of Rand being Aiel. Right. Royal kind of points that out. Um, and that was teased a little bit earlier. So, yeah, book-wise, we're actually kind of where we should be. Things are done, things are done a little bit differently, but it's like, okay, I, we're, we're, we're kind of three-fourths of the way into Eye of the World right now. Which is yeah, we're you know I don't I don't whatever the math is sixty some percent, right? What's five divided by eight? Something like that, right? Like sixty three percent. I love how you always ask me math. Sixty percent, sixty percent. I think right. And you and 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 you know sixty two point five. I was I close. Sixty three. I was I was close. <laughs> um. I'll tell you what, though, you know, something that was interesting is that you said we're about where we should be in the books. And I thought there was an interesting plug here for we should be in Camelin. And so in this very episode, right. they plugged Camelin, which I thought was a cool little nod that uh, Swan is is there and on her way back and will want to speak with them about low gain. And then we saw a lot of the same things. I mean, we meet um, Loyal and Camelin. A lot of this stuff is it was a total it was a really good merger, actually, of of Camelin and um, Tarvalin. I thought that was great. So, yeah, we, we, we talked about that and we said, um, that's probably going to be the case, you know, really interesting right off the bat. We got the one month later, right. Uh, mm-hmm. which we were like, I, I didn't know if that's entirely necessary or not, but kind of cool. Um, yeah, sure. So maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get other, you know, jump backs in time and say 16 years ago or something like that, which could be, which could be really cool. Yeah, I think one time in the the Great Hunt, I remember early on, they did a little bit of a month jump type of thing with the portal stones and stuff, which, by the way, guys in the comments, was that a portal stone or like, you know, that stone Matt looked at with all the the glyphs on it or whatever It was an old stone looking thing. I just got, you know, I mean, don't know what that was. Was that just a marker, a different language or something that he was staring at as he was walking into Tarvalin? Um, so many things jumping out. And again, we just, we just finished up here. The, the bit, someone mentioned pot on Fane, that sighting of him. That was cool. Cause again, all Tarvalin stuff, or I'm sorry, Camelin stuff from the books, but uh, happening in Tarvalin where I didn't see them. I missed that. I missed that. Yeah. When they're sitting on the ledge, they're sitting on the ledge. the, The crowd walks by and then there he appears for a split second, stands up, turns, walks away like Uh, okay, real quick, real fast. 
Um, I was running. I must have been looking at the chat. I missed that. I did. I mean, obviously, yeah. I saw Logan look at him, but I did not. Um, okay, a lot, just because a lot of people are talking about. It, let's go ahead and talk about thoughts on Loyal's look when we were when we were doing it live. Um, first of all, I think he looks better than he did in the leaked trailers. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The hair is a little weird. I'll I'll agree with that. I think it's sort of to sort of make him, um, to sort of make him look younger. Um, I really like this comment right here from Mito uh, saying, not sure about Loyal's look, but his mannerisms and talking were spot on. The humans are so hasty uh, for him. I agree 100%. His mannerisms and everything were so funny. When he walks in after he's found Nynaeve, and right. he's just like, he just yeah, like, bar he like barges in. He's he's talking, right. like carrying on this conversation with himself. Yeah, spot on. Like per Loyal, the you know you can you can sort of change his his attire and stuff like that some people were saying he's a little too small but um yeah yeah i i think i think we're off to a good start with loyal and again that's something you can improve upon in seasons uh you know two two and three go back and look at game of thrones season one some of the uh some of the attire and stuff like that uh, especially like Tyrion, uh, i think is the who most you know he looks so much better in the later seasons um but so so yeah i i i think it was good really like this episode it wasn't like a step. It's just the past two episodes have been so good that this one, you know. Yeah, you like, got to bring it down. You got to, you know. Yeah, it's just sort of, you know, we've been really action heavy and stuff like that. And so, all right, now let's we're going to dive in our, our plot uh, for the next two episodes and then set up the ending. Right. Which is going to be mm -hmm. episodes seven and eight. Episode seven, we know, is going to be the ways going through the way gate. And then episode eight is going to be who knows. Right. So we're we're going to get to that. So. Um, some other things here. So far for me, as I, and I'll, I'll toss this to you too. So far for me, the thing I, the biggest like pleasant surprise in a in a way, as 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 hard as it is to say. You know, this is something where you sort of change it from the books, and I would say this is the best change they've done, even more so than the idea that it could be a female dragon to sort of build suspense. The way they're handling the white cloaks yeah. to make that is so good because it's like yeah. as soon as they step as soon as they step on the screen, you hate them. I hate mean, them. I hate hate that guy. Well, <laughs> so that means that means he's a great villain. And the thing was, you know, when it's just a yellow sister, it's like, yeah, it was still awful to see her burned at the stake. But now you've laid hands on a Gwen. So yes, Nynaeve is like probably my favorite. I love Nynaeve so much. I'm a hardcore Nynaeve fan. But Egwene, I love her. I, I love everything she does, and she's awesome. Get your hands off her. Don't touch her. Yeah. Don't ever touch her. I, and I swear, and I love the look in his face when the wolves did finally show up. Obviously, he's not dead, I'm guessing, right? He just got a, no, got a nice little stab in there. Right. Um, but, man, you're right. They are they're villainous, and you feel awful. And he was basically – when he said uh, – it, it was like he was like, how do you know that I even um, am someone who would keep – my vow or or my promise right to the light to serve in the light i was like right here we go this is some this is a questioner so, trying to get something out of her right i think we can almost go ahead and ask it are we sure he's actually not a child of the light but perhaps a child of the dark wow wow i don't know a couple times throughout this is episode, he I a thought, friend of the dark i don't know is he is he following somebody else's orders you know that's 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 a question, right? Because he did he, sort of block 
Nynaeve's fire. Yeah, that I think it, it was either just too weak or she just either figured it out and it just like kind of puffed on his chest. I think he's lucky she didn't disintegrate him. I don't think he he was trying to right. also test her with the with the oaths. I mean, she can't tell a lie. So but she has a spark. He can tell something's up. He he at least was intuitive enough to figure out, OK, yeah, there's something going on with this girl. And uh, and I need to kind of, you know, uh pull it out of her you know we don't I mean, he right. doesn't want even a novice to go to the tower if he can catch these girls before they go he's gonna stamp it out it's, a, it's an abomination matt by the light I think he's serving he has the light a, i think he has a tear on Grial. he could <laughs> that is awesome that was see that's the kind of stuff that would be very interesting to see is that they have an object that would keep uh much like the foxhead medallion maybe one or two of them or some of the higher ups in the white cloak ranks have one that would be Real interesting. Is he the man called Boris? Wow. <laughs> wow. Is he? I mean, is he? Lots of questions Good. about uh, the, the Dark Friend Social. The Dark Friend Social so, is gonna be a thing in season two, buddy. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm 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 yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, you know, some other interesting uh things here as when Perrin gets up, when Nynaeve or excuse me, when Egwene, right? She uses the fire, but then she's also burning his um you know she's she's burning his uh whatever his his rope so he can get out yeah the questioner looks at him and is freaked out because his eyes are bright yellow so does he know something about that or is he just sort of something's odd here too yeah and that could be a clue you know again from the dark friend social if we're going to talk about that i know people were already jumping at like at this point i'm i'm open to to anything and everything right I, I don't mean call him a dark friend call him you know uh vault M, M and Volta, whatever he did, did he see something does he know that this is a sign of something older like the the yellow eyes is something of the dark right is it just scary enough that it's not ice to die but yet uh could could he be a male channeler i mean who knows what's going through his mind right now but he did seem to catch on that there was something more uh to pair and it was the eyes that really got him and and, and freaked him out so yeah and then yes Egwene does take the ring so that's going to be interesting when she shows up at the white tower i'm presuming the next episode with the rings Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and she's that's again um they're kind of talking about (laughs) lan and her well leandrin was talking about these prizes that that she was going to bring bringing Nynaeve is a big prize Egwene was one that she lost and then she had a couple other taviran as well that she'll want to kind of um bring in and, and present to the tower and now they're going to show up and and all is going to be you know well but yeah so I, I i'm guessing we're right there we saw how close the tinkers were when they were taken over by the white cloaks there so uh we yeah. should be able to to get to tar- i don't think it'll take us a month you know what i mean right i think we're right there. uh de- definitely getting a handful of comments here about um uh, the the final the final minute being maybe a little over the top like land like yeah. ripping his shirt over i can agree with that i i think i think they got their point but then it it was it, the scene was maybe a little little yeah, too long I, my, uh, my thing it, is that it needed to be but I, and i thought yeah, about I, that I, i've been fine. seeing this i've been seeing this comments and my, my thing is i think too they they definitely when he you knew i kind of felt like this was going to go this direction because uh Stepan and he in the in that one episode when they're fighting together and going through the forms it they showed they're trying to build up this like maybe they were you know, they, they knew each other for a while and they had become friends and there was a closeness to them. 
Uh, and again, both of their eyes to die are very powerful. Some of the most powerful in their Aja, right? So I feel like that's, they had, a, they had a bond and they were just trying to really show that. Here, here's the thing. You can't, when you don't have all that action and all those fights, a lot of channeling and all that kind of stuff, you're trying to make us emotionally connect to the characters. And I think they just said, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go big or it's yeah. going to, it's going to land with some people. And some people are going to be like, ah, that's a little too much for me. A little too, made me feel kind of, it gave me chills. I mean, I was sitting there. I mean, by the end, Matt, I was, you know, I, I was just sitting over here. Hey. just like, <laughs> you know, Oh, uh, let's go. Hey, uh, yeah, I got, I got, love this comment. Love this comment right here. Love that the white cloaks became wolf kibble. Yeah, you know, it's really funny. Um, every time I see this now, and I, I hope that a few people in our chat get this reference. So, you know, I grew up a professional wrestling fan as, and there was this, this sort of group of wrestlers, right, in the 90s, uh, that were the wolf pack, right? They were the, uh, yeah. they were the wolf pack, and they have this song, and it's like, wolf pack is back. Uh, and it starts off with like a wolf howling and stuff. And every time I see Perrin, I just like I just that song just like immediately, uh, immediately yeah. comes comes to mind. Uh, and so it's yeah. so, so funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, Valda did see those golden eyes. Now, another thing I thought was kind of interesting was there was no talk of Nynaeve being the dragon reborn in this episode after the last episode seemed to sort of build up the idea that she could be. Right. I think they're just, it was just kind of tabled because, uh, and that was what Leandrin was kind of saying, which is where have you locked her away? I mean, kind of right. hinting at that. And she was trying also to get Nynaeve to go out and walk around and get away from um, wherever it is that, that uh, Moraine has kind of tucked you away because of that very thing. And, and that was what um, Moraine, that conversation between her and Nynaeve in the beginning was good. I thought Moraine was going to snap back like she does in the, in the books a little bit, but she took a very tender kind of kind understanding uh, like approach with her in, in terms of like, you just channeled. I know this is a lot. Somebody had a comment in here earlier. Someone said that in the midst of the tower, she's, she's still trying to uh, be the wisdom and be strong and all those things, but you can see it almost in her eyes. The acting is great. Zoe Robbins, I mean, freaking a, a phenomenal job because I could tell that she was stubborn, that two rivers stubborn, mm -hmm. but at the same time was like, this is a lot. There is a huge, I'm standing in a huge freaking tower. I just channeled. I did something that I didn't know I could do. I healed everyone in this freaking cave, you know? So it's all kind of catching up and Moraine is, is seeing that. And I was just uh, a little touched that Moraine, took her on that way you know yeah i will say so. moraine laying in her bed with her boots on come on man well yeah i know i well, mean hey. you're gonna get you're just gonna get it dirty what are you doing so i know i know someone in the comments will know this and i know it's probably something later in the books that i'm just i'm misremembering what is the little door that she opens in her bed chamber there it looked like there was an image or a picture uh anybody got thoughts on that leave me a comment down below here it might be something spoiler yes. i don't know but. so and so just to explain this ritual, he because I don't think this is ever this has been explained in the books, at least as far as I'm at. He basically takes on all the grief for everybody there. Is it like a is it or is it or what's the deal there? I think he was maybe just someone who was like closest um, to him. And so, yeah, he was the one who like they channeled the grief through. I mean, and right. Because that would sort of explain it a bit more. Right. Like, I think they all felt a, a grieving, but he was like the representative that was meant to kind of express that. And 
and right. and to to really show like that's and it really is kind of a, a powerful moment i mean like he's down there like i don't know because you know how like if you're at a funeral i mean let's be honest if you're at something like that and you you you're holding back like just sobs or tears or whatever anguish and he was he was there with him he stayed he wanted to stay with him that night uh he was distraught there i mean more rain is actually literally worried about land i think she knows she's putting her her life in um harm's way and that it's part of her calling what she's supposed to do and you saw alana kind of say hey don't worry you're gonna be around with us for a lot longer foreshadowing i don't know wow yeah um and then again hey you know we opened this episode right burying all of the there were some Aes Sedai, right? And uh, some mortars and stuff like that. Uh, we saw that, which is something we had seen in the trailer quite, quite a bit. Um, yeah. uh, let me see. After that, right, you know, it's just some other kind of things. Um, Matt and Rand's story didn't... It felt like it felt like they didn't get as much screen time this episode, which is which is fine. Um, we're going to push that forward. So I imagine that they will possibly be be getting a little bit more next episode as well as Egwene. Remember, we've seen that shot in the trailer of Egwene hugging Nynaeve sort of in the White Tower. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that in the next episode, so the next episode, Egwene and Perrin will show up in Tarvalon and everyone's reunited and we will sort of go from there. So here's a question for you as how do we get from where we're at now with really only teasing rand as being aiel mm-hmm. there's been two teases of it and this this one confirming it a little bit more which is cool because that does happen in the books a lot is everyone's like oh rand you look like you're you know aiel right um and without necessarily saying it about rand other people have sort of said you know that when when the other people try to sort of lie from about where they're from Egwene and Perrin they've said you know the, uh Aram is like no you're from the two rivers I can tell right just right. the way you look and the and you talk and everything and um so other than that we saw Rand use sort of knock down that big door mm-hmm. how are we going to go from where we're at now to getting it to be like Rand being possibly the dragon reborn because the episode description for episode seven says uh moraine reveals who the dragon reborn is uh in the next episode or in episode so the next two episodes we're gonna we're, we should the- theoretically know that rand is the dragon reborn not Egwene, perrin or anybody else well i just said she yeah in, in her mind from her perspective right maybe maybe from her point of view she she reveals what she who she believes to be the dragon reborn and it might be a Gwen. she might actually present a Gwen or Nynaeve um I think if it's going to be Rand then we're going to quickly go through a way gate and we're going to get to the eye of the world and he's going to be in a desperate situation need is always important around the eye of the world and in the blight uh in terms of finding the green man and all that good stuff so Rand would then be the guy um who because of great need would call upon the power and surprise us all, right? And that'll be the big shock factor. Now, whether that happens before she reveals him as the Dragon Reborn or after or whatever the deal is, I still think there's they're doing a great job of, like, I because when Logan's still seated, like, you couldn't tell whether Logan was looking at Matt or Rand. The way, they, the way they focused it was on Matt to show us that maybe Matt's going crazy or maybe Logan thinks that Matt is um, a male channeler 
and someone who could be the dragon. That was that was brilliant. So I think there's still going to be some of that mis misleading stuff going on. And I don't know, man. When he there, this episode though should should it should all be clear that that man stood there and he looked and he saw Dragon Mount and he said, "I think yes. I've I think I've seen that before." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have lifetime. I mean, uh more than once, more than once you've seen it. Actually, God. By the light. Let him ride again go. on the winds of time. Here we go. Uh, so so people are trying to break down which we saw. And this, uh, Count yeah, this seems cool. to be in the chat eight. So Mogidian, Ravine, Asmodian, Lanfear, Ishamael, uh, Samael, uh, Semridge, and Grendal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, scary looking figurines. And it was cool to see the Forsaken brought up. That's a nice. See, those are nice little ways to kind of weave it in without throwing it in your face and to and to lay these breadcrumbs for things that are going to happen right you know later right now Logan looking at matt and rand and sort of laughing and mm -hmm. hearing possibly some voices do you think he heard like darkness that's surrounding matt because it kind of seemed like that or do you think he he was looking and saying oh that might be the dragon and Rand, even though, but then they just sort of zoom in on Matt. Yeah, I think we might even come back to that later. Though I guarantee you, they're, the setup here, if you're Rafe, is, and this is what's great. This is why book readers love this. If you're new to, the, to, to all of this, you're looking at it just thinking it's Matt. Either way, it's fine. We've marked this as spoiler. Because what you're going to do later, Matt, is you're going you're gonna to have um, Loghain talking to Rand. And where, or when this comes up or when someone says, you know, wh whenever it's referenced again that he was looking at, at, at this individual whether it be Matt or Rand, he's going to say, no, I was looking at Rand. You know, he's just going to say like, that's, that's who I saw. Um, and it's, it's cool. Cause in the book he has that, that ability and he sees something in Rand, although they're both there. Like in the book, it was literally right. just Rand. So it was interesting. Right. They just sort of make it seem like it in this, it, it was Matt because he's, he's laughing and then they do a close up of, of, of Matt's uh, face. Now here's one. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. I'd be curious if they end up leaving out the Forsaken from the books that got bail fired, since if this is a new turn of the wheel, they wouldn't be in it. Totally burned out of the pattern. Who knows? And I do agree with that. And we've talked about that before. The possibility that we won't necessarily do all of the Forsaken just for show Some reasons. Some of them are a joke. Some of them are in there for like two uh, seconds. I'll be uh, yeah. Balsamon's kind of a joke, to be completely honest. Uh, hey, I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, like he never does anything until Easy Rand just sort of beats him, right? Um, <laughs> how many times you get so, this guy? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so yeah, I I do agree that I I don't I don't know that we'll get all thirteen forsaken. We could they could lore dump and just sort of say there there were or there are or whatever but i don't know that they're i don't know that they're going to specifically show us each forsaken and make them all out to be a big deal obviously the bigger the bigger players are going to be are going to be bigger yeah you know, bigger 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 players i actually think it's possible osmodian gets cut and they move forward logain a little bit more and have logain teach rand later mm. down the line yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, they could they could move a lot of stuff forward, especially um, with Nynaeve and her abilities. Uh, great reference too, by the way. Someone referenced the 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 yellow um, Aja looking into Nynaeve her healing abilities. Uh, you think she's going to become a red or a blue, right? She's been wearing a yellow dress underneath her green dress this whole time. Little things like that that they are putting right in front of um, 
book readers and, and first time show watchers just to kind of hint at stuff and give us a little bit of a, you know, idea of where, where we might be going, which is cool. Yeah. Um, just some other uh, questions here. Uh, well, I have to say, hey, this one right here to veer. And I was kind of hoping loyal would say that, but uh, yeah. didn't didn't say it. But I do think that that's going to get explained. I I think here here shortly. So, OK, so one of the things we didn't see, remember, it said that Rand and Matt would see strange ones, right? Strange faces. Really, we met loyal, right. so we've still yet to meet men. Right? Yeah. We. Yeah. Exactly. We have not. Um, so I'm guessing we're gonna see her in in Tarvalin. You know, I'm guessing maybe she's somewhere around the city, and that's that just she's being kept somewhere. You know, a lot like later on, uh, Min is kept in the White Tower. Once the Aes Sedai have found her, they're really not letting her go. Um, they want to use her talent and and things like that, and they'll find a, a way to keep her. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me at all if she were in Tarvalin somewhere being kept or being allowed to do her thing, but eyes and ears are all, you know, around her. A lot of people are, people are, people are saying Faldara. So, which I think Faldara is episode eight, obviously, because episode six, we're going to, we, we got to do the white tower stuff. Seven seems like it's going to be the ways, which takes us to Faldara and that's where we're going to go. So the other interesting thing is, What's going to happen? What's going to happen in the next episode that that causes us to see that we're going to have this big sort of assembly with in front of the eye said I again, which is totally different, right? Than the books is, are we going to be just, are we going to be dispatched? Right? Like what, what's going to cause us to have to go to Faldara? Yeah. So I, I think this, so right, right now they're building up that this idea that Moraine and Suan are going to be, you know, button heads. And really there's some secret sort of uh, pack between them. We're going to get a side door conversation right between those two where she's like, good to see you old friend. She's going to embrace the whole thing. It's going to happen. They they have to do that. And then it's going to be like, now I have to look like I'm disciplining someone or coming down hard on you, but you get, you go do your thing. You know, yeah, remember you... there was a leaked so so some of the leaked photo stuff that we've seen that we haven't gotten yet. Um, it, all the stuff with like remember there's like Aiel, and that was even in like one of the teaser trailers. There's like there's like sh- shots of like Aiel fighting and stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. right? And then remember one some one of the leaked photos showed Suwan, I think, talking to Moraine, and they were like in this like sort of private room remember yeah. oh yeah so yeah, yeah so that that could still be a flashback or something but that's probably well, next episode right and they could they could do that that kind of lore dump you're talking about the the IEL war right at dragon mount where rand is is uh left and all that good stuff they can do that uh and just talk about some of it if 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 they want to or that could be rand having some not a flashback but i mean just talking about that war and setting the stage for his his story um yeah Right. Yeah, and so yeah. I guess I guess I'm just trying to piece together because now, you know, all of the sort of things we've seen in trailers and stuff as we get further along, it ends up, OK, well, it can only be in one of these episodes. So which which one do you do it and where do you go? It could be cool to get Rand's Aiel backstory a little bit more in like episode eight as we get as we go over to Faldara. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it could. People were saying, uh, like, uh, right here, you know, Tam's fever dream, um, just in a flashback, different thing, different ways that you can do it. Somewhere in there, they'll they'll drop uh, some of it. They're they're doing stuff with dreams as well too. Um, who? Yeah, I, I really don't. I really don't know when or, or where that's gonna happen. Um, I think the real question though, and what someone brought up here is, what will cause them to say we need to go to the eye of the world or to Faldara? uh tarwin's gap like what's gonna and and someone said that suan might be uh, have some information coming back from camelin had read some signs or maybe the tinkers say something that we didn't see we didn't see them say anything aram i don't know if they're just if, if Gwen and parent are just running away do they go back to the tinkers first and then get some bit of information that they share from uh the aiel who knows but th there needs to be something because that's what happens in camelin right moraine uh reads this and sees that okay a, a web of destiny is forming um, the dark one is trying to strike at the eye of the world. We, there is no time. We need to go there and get there. So who is going to drop that? It's either going to be Suan or, or loyal hasn't said what he's going to say yet. Um, or the tinkers haven't shared their encounter with an Aiel um, that, that they had that's book or something new in the show. I actually like the idea of Suan doing that because Suan then matters a bit more. And she's someone who not matters. God, she's the armorland seat. Sorry. Uh, but she actually then provides some some intel uh, to Moraine because it feels like in the book, in the Great Hunt, especially um, Suan is kind of when she talks to Moraine, it feels like she hasn't heard anything from her in quite some time. And so it's like, OK, you know, um, when, you know, when she when she does talk to Moraine, she needs filled in versus this would be her saying, hey, we need to go uh, to Faldara. We need to, to make a move at, at the eye of the world. Right. So, yeah, just so just just to give people sort of a reference here, I got I got the map map pulled up. So, right. Um, so right, this is where we're at right now. Obviously, here's Dragon Mountain, stuff like that. And so then we're going to take the ways and then this is where we'll end up is in Fall Dara. And that's how it's going to sort of sort of end pretty close to the IEO waste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I, You know, I wonder if we're going to get all these different things about like, you know, the eye of the world. I, I wonder if we're going to get that referenced um we're going to fall dara why why wouldn't we they've they've stuck pretty close actually i know people want to say that we've we've moved away from the book the books a bit but things have been merged pretty well and we're kind of about in the same spot where we want to be we know the way gate's coming up we know we're all going to ride up with horses to this gate and we're going to go through it fall dara so that seems to be right on point we just have to get to the eye of the world which will be fascinating to see them them do that and to see if we get the green man that would be Fantastic. Moraine, having been there before, knowing that need is what will drive them and what allows them to to find access or gain access to it. Um, so it's just who's going to who is going to spark us in that direction. And I think it is going to be Suan, actually. So. Yeah, 62.5 percent. We, we try to do a little bit of math. Yeah, there. there you go. <laughs> just just um, just hey, just just i don't know what the titles are yet. If there is um, a title for episode eight. Um I think Matt has always told me up through seven what the what those titles have been, but yeah. Um, I believe it is, but there's nothing specific about it. And then we do actually have, I forgot about this, as is that we do actually have the title for um season two, episode one. It was in one of the teasers when they showed it, and that one is called uh, let me see here. That one is called A Taste of Solitude okay that's yeah. so that's just that's really all we know about that that's just, so that's ran running from his um yeah 
that's what happens in, in the in the great hunt he wants to just he talks a lot about just taking off and if it weren't for the horn and chasing the horn and the dagger and his friend he would just be out of here you know so yeah um and then yeah so episode there's episode descriptions so the titles the next episode is called the flame of tarvalin moraine faces the consequences of her actions matt faces the darkness in himself Egwene faces the most powerful woman in the world the dark along the ways is episode seven um and actually they have removed the title or the description of it but i believe it was something along the lines of uh we find out who the dragon reborn is and we're chased by something dark uh and then the, the final episode yes uh is the eye of the world is so it okay going, yeah okay awesome well that that wasn't that. that wasn't there before but again that could be changed this is imdb so who knows uh it could be edited or, or whatever um nothing sort of official on that yet but i would say that that's 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 pretty interesting to say the least Matt, also I'm shout out Shout out, by the way, as we have broken our record. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for all that. For everybody, everybody hanging out. We had a, we had 150 or we we had just I think we were like 142 or something like that uh, last week. And so to be able to hit, to be able to smash through that, hit 160 is mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, friends, I got to say something real quick, though. I, I'm doing a click back through. And I'm at 28 minutes, 34 seconds. And I'm telling you right now, if they don't get their hands off of Gwen, I'm going to lose oh, my ever living mind. I, I'm clicking back through just to kind of refresh myself on, on the episode. And it's it's killing me right now. Like the white cloaks are they're They're great, but they're terrible. You know what I mean? Like it's the way they're doing them, man. The way they're doing the white cloaks is so good. It's so yeah. terrible. Uh, because yeah. I hate them every time he shows up, but that's what that's when you have a villain that that's, that's that good. And you hate that villain. That means you're doing it. That means you're doing it right. Oh, you know what I did? You know, it just dawned on me. Yeah. Um, manhandling a 70 pack. God. And they're all just, I, oh man, dude. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Don't even get me started. Like they got the brushes out. They're scrubbing her clean and all that stuff. I'm yeah. It's, it's, it's an intense scene. The, the things that they are doing, like, you know, again, Perrin and his wife, that is a, that is intense. Matt and his family. I like that we did finally get the the sort of resolve yeah. of the, you know of that. Yeah, and it went, yeah, Gwen talking him through that and saying you're going to understand it's not your fault it was a mistake all all these different things. Uh it's going to haunt him for a while. But like they're they're hitting us hard right with some of these uh, emotional connections. Here's one for you Matt. I did this just dawn dummy. Nynaeve gives him uh gives gives step in the tea right gives him the tea knowing he's having trouble sleeping he's having all this pain we hear the other warders talking about what that is like alana talks about what it's like how awful it is for uh, a warder to out survive or to outlive his eyes to die now the tea matt who also drank the tea lan had lan not have dr dr uh you know had that tea he'd be awake that thing knocks you out so what the reason i was because I thought like someone was trying to attack Moraine during the episode. I was freaking out. I was like, there's a Forsaken in the freaking White Tower. I was thinking Gray Man. I don't know what, I, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. But if Lan doesn't have that T and he sees Steppen step outside with a dagger, he's going to stop him. He, he was staying there for that very reason, but he drank the T and it knocked him clean out, which is what allowed Steppen to go uh, do what he did. So I, uh, right here, I, um, from R M Vin Vinjari. I don't, I 
perimeter. I can't pronounce that. Good job. Uh, I, 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 I hope the Wolves attacking uh, would have been more graphic just because of Egwene's scene before. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people were saying they, they were talking about the Wolves not being... Um, I think people were expecting dire wolves. <laughs> you know, I think they were right. expecting dire wolves and they're just wolves, you know? So you could, you could change that. You could make them. You could make yeah, them. Yeah. I think wolves are fine. But I, I think, I think when we did, when I read it too, I did think of them as more, you know, bigger, more menacing and, and things like that. And they're just wolves. They're just regular, you know. Great comment here by uh, James. If the white cloaks are, are this bad, I really dread the day we see the Sean Chan. Wow. Good call. <laughs> Good freaking call. It's kind of like in Game of Thrones where you're like, God, I hate Joffrey. And then they're like, just wait until you meet this new guy, you know, Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, in the comments, you guys let me know. I think are we seeing the Sean Chen this this episode or not this episode, but this season season? I I I, I think that's I think that's a season two thing. I think so, too. But I I thought I'd heard uh, someone say we might see one or or like an epilogue thing where they're showing up or something in Valdara or not Valdara um Falma so yeah the wolves are the size of wolves yeah it's I think they're sweet I do too I do too yeah wolf pack right right (laughs) yeah hearing we've been hearing them by the way we've been hearing them for episodes not I mean we saw them chasing like leading Perrin uh to the tinkers but we heard them before that Rand is hearing them in the mountains we've heard them since episode one which is really cool that they've been there uh that long so okay yes hey good point here now Egwene has already been captured once okay how many times are we gonna see it? Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna just do you know start the Egwene slash Nynaeve slash Elaine capture count, hey, you know. Now according counter. to them, according to them, they always get out of it on their own. They didn't need Matt's help down in uh you know okay, uh, okay. Stone Tier, okay? They didn't need his help. So I will say I did I did tweet something out the other day. Wow, kinda kinda went viral a little bit in the Wheel of Time community talking about circus chapters that we could potentially see later. And everyone agreed with me. Yeah. Well, it just shows you there's things that you can cut. I mean, there are things that are right. going to be more accepted by, I think, book readers to say, yeah, we can cut that. So, but yes, let's, let's go ahead and start the counter, right? She, okay. She's already been captured once. How many, how many times are we going to, how are we going to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh man. Um, yeah, this was this was cool. Actually, I want to talk about this. This is uh, something that um, there wasn't a whole there wasn't a whole bunch of it, really. Um, but the little scene where Nynaeve is talking to Rand, which I actually thought was kind of cool. Um, it almost kind of gets buried in the episode because there's just so much else going on. But when she's talking about Nynaeve and her sort of resolve, right? I, lo- uh, I love the Nynaeve dialogue about Egwene. She is unbreakable. That was actually really cool um, and also sort of helped build naive as the healer right and then we can mm-hmm. also use that later to understand this is how she was able to maybe naive will sense her no because naive's there when she shows up in the trailer at least yeah but I should, still going back to the tracking thing you know answering land's question for him like how, how did you track us right yeah the whole um bit about her healing Egwene is is pretty it's pretty cool uh Egwene shouldn't even be here right shouldn't even be alive but something happened that night between her and naive that was really cool. Glad glad they brought that up, actually. Cut Fail. 
That's <laughs> what I. Uh, I know people. People. What people is are, wrong with people? People are all about. You know, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I'm just not far enough into the books yet. But I actually don't dislike Bayil. But maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm only. I'm just at the beginning of book six. So yeah, you guys gotta come check out the podcast and see. Uh, you know, uh, Matt's reaction to that stuff later on. Right. So, but yeah. I do think she's. Yeah, she is uh, fantastic. I am. I am beginning to enjoy. Uh, certainly, I think her. I, I, I man, the more we get into this too, the casting and everything, I just agree with so much more. Um, you know, like the first few episodes, I was kind of like, even like I don't know, Perrin. Just like I just have a different image of him in my mind, but I'm mm-hmm. beginning to sort of feel it more and more. Um, I would say that of of the of the five, I do think maybe he. I feel like maybe he hasn't had the the most amount of time. Um, Rand hasn't had the most amount of time as like, oh, he's going to be our key figure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like Nynaeve's definitely had a lot of sort of screen, just screen time and sort of character building. Matt has had a lot. um, Yeah. Even though you don't really have to do a lot with him because you just have to show him as being sick and like angry. And uh, I think he's he, they're doing really well with him. But I feel like Perrin is Perrin. I, I need I need a little more Perrin. Yeah, it's just been it's been with Egwene. He's just he's been it's that quiet, reserved um, nature that they're really he's doing a lot with his body language. He's there just isn't saying a whole lot. And then this episode, yeah, I think they've um, but you're right. Overall, they have balanced the the Emmons fielders pretty well. You know, they've, they've yeah. Yeah. Just in terms of screen time and who's who's getting time and everything. Um, yeah. actually, I would say that the, the majority of this season has been Moraine, which is fine. Cause she's your lead and she's who you're, you're sort of running the show through. And then eventually it'll, I think it, you know, it's like, it'll hand off the reins to everyone else. Yeah. And what's crazy is she was, she was sick for so long. You know what I mean? That was, that was different. Um, talk about a couple of things that they're doing that are, that are different. Um, we're getting to see these interactions between the reds and the blues earlier on, uh, tower politics. Something interesting that Steppen did, and I'm just as I'm clicking through here, seeing this again, they had that burning ring, that fire where, where a, it was his job to take his Aes Sedai's ring back to the tower and drop yeah. that in the frick, like th- cast it into the fire. Right. I mean, like yeah. destroy it, like threw the ring in there, burned. It was freaking Mount Doom situation. That was kind of cool. I didn't know that was a thing. And that's that's kind of neat to see this. Um, yeah, these these traditions or whatever between the warders and their eyes to die and just the bond that they have and, and this level of, of connection, you know, really, really cool yeah. stuff. They did melt it like the one, like the one ring. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Somebody saying they didn't like this episode. I've been enjoying the show, but this episode was so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, some people did not like particularly just the, the last little, the last little bit um, mm-hmm. of it. And I, I, I can see that. I, I can see that. And then I think, you know, some people were possibly turned off a little bit by loyal. I think, uh, I think Loyal looks better than I thought he would. Love his voice. Love his voice. And his mannerisms are, are on. They're on point. Yeah. 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 Um, I, 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 I know Loyal is like a fan favorite. People really like him. Um, he definitely had the, the talk continues talking while, while the humans go about their business and you humans was mentioned a lot. The, the, the writing for him was good. Um, as you said, maybe they'll improve on some of that. I know it's talked about him being as like in the books, like the size of a Trolloc, and they showed us how big Trollocs can be in right. uh, the two rivers. So right. uh, he is kind the of other small. Thing, 
But and the other thing to keep in mind too, and I was actually reading somewhere where they said that one of the things that was affected the most um, was because of COVID. Remember the show started filming and then it got shut down. They had to reopen and all that stuff mm -hmm. um, was uh, like practical effects. They said that was something that because you you just don't you now don't have as many times to do these sort of bigger scenes that require a lot of setup, which was one of the I think some of the things that people were talking about in the last episode um, with some of the, like the graphics and stuff like that. It were they're having the battle in the woods, um, but because that's I I did specifically uh, see them say something uh, about that was that was one area which because of the COVID sort of um, just impact. Of, of filming was that they didn't have as much time to film as many scenes to sort of redo scenes for practical effects and stuff. So they just kind of, whatever take they got, they sort of had to roll with. So yeah. that is something that, you know, I do expect actually season two, again, if they've already greenlit up to season three, mm -hmm. I expect that the budgets of season two and season three will be that much bigger. Plus it won't have that initial impact of COVID. And then also you've now sort of, built your style and everything and you can look back and sort of reflect upon what everyone's saying so i think uh i think season two was going to seem like a, a big step up but i would say where we're at already is great well but yeah think about that, that but just despite covid right that this is where it's at i actually think people should be um saying the same thing which is that it's it's impressive given everything that happened the reshoots are having to like move stuff stop stuff and right crazy so it's like season two, I think, is going to feel like a huge step up. Right. Right. Yeah, I I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, loyal. Yeah, here we go. This, I think this one, I think this one's good, too. Yeah, loyal. Makeup, seven. Actor, nine. Lines, 9.5. Yeah, he was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I think he's got it. It's also going to be interesting to see because now, you know, we've already sort of established our group a little bit, even though they've been split up like we can I can see them doing stuff together i know they're all going to get split up and stuff like that but when, when there's scenes where they're all doing stuff together it's going to fit and flow but now we are bringing on that other person that ends mm -hmm. up sort of being with the group for quite a bit which is loyal and i think i think he's going to work out great it's going to be i he's a great i love loyal is like one of my favorite in the books he's so yeah, he's just so hilarious <laughs> like that, that scene when, so something that's that to his spirit and you talk about the spirit of a character when he comes in if you watch, because I'm clicking back through it, he's literally, he just keeps walking back and forth and talking while they're all talking. Loyal's just back right. there doing his thing. <laughs> just doing and his he's thing. just doing his thing. And you, it, it, they, 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 I think they take his volume down a, a notch and he's just doing his thing. Uh, he's, he's got that kind of um, bumblebee, you know, that, that voice or whatever. That's, that's really cool. So, um, yeah, he does need a horse now. <laughs> no way he can keep yeah. up with those, those small feet. That's funny. Um, um, here we go. What about the green man? Do you think we will see the green man in episode eight? I'm guessing, which is the eye of the world. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I do. I think if you want to build this up to be the, the fantasy that it is and, and take us to that level of high fantasy. Yeah. You need to show us stuff that people aren't used to seeing this, 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 the, the clips that I think we want people to see are when you get to the eye of the world, you want to see what is a, um, visually like a pool of pure Saeedine look like. What, what do, What's the, what's the chest, the dragon's banner, the horn of Valir, all those things are, are these things that we're going to see. Like those items will be, I think, really important. Um, and I, I think we have to see him too. It just makes it more fantastical, even if it's just for a, a few moments and actually having, I don't know, one Forsaken or the Forsaken show up would be a big deal. How, I don't know. 
this is where I'm kind of saying, I don't know that it'd be too hard to get those. Okay. Here's, here's another question. I'll toss this to you as, and I'll toss it to, and, and I uh, want to see what you guys think in the chat. Um, yeah, because I, there's almost an answer right there is what is going to be the conflict that we have in episode eight? Because I almost feel like this. So they've been, so we've been seeing sort of Balsamon in the dreams, right? And now we get a little bit about the Forsaken. So what is your, I think this next episode with Suan stepping on the stage, we're probably going to get some more lore about the Forsaken and here's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And here's why we need to find the Dragon Reborn. And here's why it's important. Um, because right now they have, it's been sort of the White Cloaks and Leand uh, Leandrin. So are we going to, are we going to have to bring in that dark one? I would say now. Because if episode seven is the ways, you're going to need to be like, okay, the dark one's after us. Mm -hmm. So then, how do you how do you introduce a villain other than Balzaman, who we've been seeing in our dreams, to be this villain to, that we're going to have to fight in the at the end of season one? Yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm seeing dark friends and forsaken all over the place. Because even in today's episode, I thought, holy smoke, someone is going to end up being. You know, uh, we, we call it glamoured in Game of Thrones, but they're going to have woven something over themselves where they look different. Landfear looks different. You know, they, I thought they were going to change something up in the sequence and drop a freaking Forsaken or or a member of the Black Aja in on us here early to show us that something's up. But there will need to be a lore uh, dump on us. And that's OK. They're giving us lore in the behind the scenes or the um, the X-ray stuff, which is great. I mean, so folks who are into that and want more context for this world. That is there. They're doing a lot on Amazon on, on the platform. So, yeah, I think it's it's you have to explain why does the, the dark one would want to get there. You know, not only does he want the dragon, maybe he wants to keep the dragon from getting to that pool. Maybe he wants um, like there has to be a reason to get there before him and stop him. You know what I mean? Because it's not just there to, to go save the green man or protect the, the green man. It's It's like, why would he be striking? at the eye of the world you gotta tell us that too and which which means telling us a bit more about what's there or they keep that a mystery to the Emmons field five but the eyes to die you can you get a sense that they know the significance of it and we don't you kind of keep the audience and your Emmons fielders in suspense a little bit and then you you know can say we need to go there and you're all like well, why i mean the audience who hasn't read the books or don't know what's going on what's so significant but you can see it in actors faces like oh shoot there's something big at this place and we don't know what it is and they're going to drop it on us in episode eight. You know what I mean? You got to build some sort of right. dramatic irony, suspense, whatever. Right. So, yeah, you, you need, we definitely episode. need to set We need to set up some sort of conflict. Now, it could just be the Trollocs and stuff like that, because, I mean, we're going to Faldara, right? It seems like. Uh, and we've seen in the in the trailers and teasers that they shown. What's the guy's name? I always I always forget blank on it that we're going to run into. Who's the guy that's in charge there? Um, Where did we see Uno? Did we see Uno in the. Uh, oh, oh, uh, the Lord Agamar is there right. in like like in Faldara yeah. yeah I don't know if we saw him or not um and then I don't know if we saw Inktar or any of those guys I don't know if they've actually mentioned any of their names or not up in up in Faldara but that would be <laughs> I'm sure we I'm sure we're going to get their name their, their names dropped at some point so yeah that um, would be the great hunt which I actually think we could see at the beginning of next season um now the other thing I do still I do still think we're going to get it in this season as i think um i still think it's possible we get the loose theron prologue as a dream that rand has L somebody there has been casting for loose theron i'm guessing that's going to be season two 
but I still think we could get it in terms of like, you know, misty figures and you just sort of hear maybe he's having this dream, but you're hearing in it like Eliana, you know, or however mm -hmm. you want to, however you want to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so, someone, because I think you, you had asked this last episode when she goes up to Loghain and she hears him talking about other dragons and different stuff. She doesn't believe him, right? He doesn't fit the age. Uh, the Trollocs aren't after him, as Land says. The Dark One doesn't seem to be after him. She says, we don't know if the Dark One knows who the Dragon Reborn is any more than we do. But she's not convinced that he is the Dragon Reborn. And there has to be something that, that Rand or one of our Emmonsfielders says that is going to convince her that that's the one. That's the person. Is it just their ability to channel and, and their power level? Um, cause with the female channelers, yeah, she can sense that, but like if it's Rand or if they do a Matt situation, can she really sense that power level? She needs more. She needs something. And by the way, did you see the book Rand picked up the Koreathon cycle, yes. the prophecies of the yes. dragon? Like, let's go. Yes. That's the little tiny stuff. Those are the little tiny things. Seeing drag him out, picking that book up, wondering about these things. Um, that is, it's going to take us to that level. We know that's where they're going. It's a great idea to, to shift around. You know, is it naive? Is it Egwene? Um, is it Perrin? Is it Matt? All that stuff is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think that's probably an okay place to stop the podcast. As and I are recording this podcast, we're not going anywhere for any of you guys hanging out here on YouTube. So we're just going to do a sort of a quick outro, but we're not leaving at all if you're hanging out here on YouTube. So for those of you guys who are listening on the podcast, be sure to come hang out with us on YouTube because we hang out for last time. We did like a five hour stream. My God. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> who knows? So uh, anyway, for any of you guys listening here on the podcast, we do appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys next time for episode six, which I believe is called the flames of Tarvalin. Be sure to check out some of our other stuff as well as, and I have tons of extended content on Patreon and Apple Podcast Premium, which is also a great way on Apple Premium to get access to the premium content and extra stuff on all of our podcasts, which include Bend the Knee, which is a Song of Ice and Fire podcast, Hyperspace Hangout, a Star Wars podcast, and one of our brand new shows. We just started doing a reread of Harry Potter, uh, the Elder Wand podcast. So be sure to check that out. So with that, we want to thank you and remember that the grave is no bar to our call. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.